This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. This is a special episode, well, a special bonus episode of Straight from the Net, and I'm Danielle. Hi, I'm Jamie. You sound really uninterested. Um, You're like, I'm Jamie. It's whatever. I'm not uninterested. <laughs> You're just partially interested? I mean, I'm, sort of I'm trying to get some material here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, there's so much going on, so we're, um, because there's so much going on um, in internet land, we figured we would do a bonus episode. We're not even going to just... Do a whole new episode that you guys have to wait two weeks for. We're just going to do the bonus episode, um, and we're going to talk about some things. But the one thing that I did forget to talk about before was it was Jonathan's birthday I'm on New Year's Eve. Yes, he turned the big one five. My little schmoopy poo. Oh my god! I know him is my love. I just love him. He's like my roll dog. So uh, I forgot to mention that, and I felt kind of like a bad parent. So on the bonus episode, we're going to mention it. Um, he had friends over, and. We always talk about home training, and these kids, like, literally didn't even say thank you, like, for everything that I had done for them. I even, even took, after you took them to the movies? Yeah, I took them to the movies. We saw Star Wars. Um, yeah, and, like, they didn't even, like, say thank you or anything. I was like, what the <sighs> shit? And they're really good kids. So, like, don't get me wrong. Like, they are really good kids. But I just thought, come on, people. Like, my kids always like, thank you, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, we had a really good time, and Jonathan turned 15, and I just wanted to make sure I gave him a little shout-out. Mommy loves you. I'm surprised he hasn't come down to put, like, dishes away or wonder what we're doing so far. Oh, is he here? really quiet. Yeah, he's here. He's upstairs. Oh. I know. So, anyway, we wanted to do, like, a little bonus episode, like I said, and uh, there was this episode, or this, this, <laughs> this, I don't know if you want to call it, it's not really an expose, I don't know what the hell it is, but. There's this man, it came from allthatsinteresting.com, and his name's Ed Halbin, and they said the sperm donor who has helped dozens of women conceive naturally, and they just talked about him, like they did this whole thing about him. So apparently, he used to just do sperm donations. I don't even know why he did them. I guess because he had no kids of his own. I think that's actually what he said. Um, He didn't have kids of his own. Men sell their sperm for money. Well, he said, when well, people were asking why, and he said, well, he doesn't have kids of his own, and he didn't have anybody on the horizon, so he figured he would do it to help. And I'm like, mm, that's suspect, but whatever, but <laughs> it is what it is. So, he ends up going and, and doing that for a really long time, and somehow the word gets out that he's, like, really virile, apparently. Like, he's got, like... Super sperm. He does have super sperm. Like, they actually talked about it. Like, apparently, it's... He has a sperm count of 100 million per milliliter of ejaculate. Holy shit. Or 110 million. And he said that's not bad considering that the potential donor is seen as a good prospect if he has a sperm count ranging from 80 to 100 million. Holy so his shit. Is like Take your vitamins, boys. I know. He's like, his sperm's like redlining. Like, da 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 we got the most sperm in here. It's like kind of weird. But um, somehow it gets out that he's like this guy, Right. And then other, and somehow this couple comes to him and they're trying to have a baby and they're like, why don't you stop by? Because then he starts doing like the turkey baster stuff. He'll come to the house, jack off in their bedroom or bathroom, put in a cup, and then like they use a turkey baster and she gets pregnant that way. So he starts doing that. Then he gets over to one couple and the couple's like, well, and the the woman's like, I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to go, like, have a drink of wine. I'm going to go upstairs. And he's like, okay, where's she going? So the husband says, she really doesn't want to do it that way. She doesn't want to do the turkey baster way. So she wants to know if you'll just do it the old-fashioned way. But she's too shy to ask you. And I'm like, what the shit? Like, it's just weird. So it goes on and on. And that, he talks is, about that it. is a cuckold situation. It, well, and he's just like, well, I didn't want to let her down. So <laughs> up the steps I go, two at a time. You know what I mean? Like, in there and put my stuff all in her guts right so <laughs> i'm always gonna remember you saying that and put my dick all up in your guts like that was just the worst thing i've ever heard in my life and i love it so much i can't stop saying it anyway so <laughs> it's both disgusting and tantalizing at the same time anyway so he runs upstairs to put his dick all up in her guts <laughs> and the husband watches that's called cuckold 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 it's a whole thing a category on you you porn 
where like you can see like the husbands hiding in the closet watching their wife fuck other men. And it's called a cuckold? Cuckold. It's like I thought cuckold was C-O-C-H-O-L-D. Yeah, no, but I thought a cuckold was kind of like when you're stuck in like a bad predicament or something. No. Like I thought that's what cuckold meant. No. Jay. <laughs> what does cuckold meant? Anyway, so he ends up doing that. The guy watches. Okay. He, you know, leaves their depo- leaves the deposit. And then now he just does that. Now he just goes to the women's house and is like, I'm going to fuck you and get you pregnant? Yep. And it's one, and he, apparently he even has a website. Oh, shit. He has a website, and he can kind of, like, he tells you who he is and Wait, his services. Wait, isn't that prostitution? I, I'm like, well, I don't know. I, I don't know. No, it's definitely prostitution. You're getting money for sex. Whether or not yeah. the end result is pregnancy or not, how is it okay for I him to do it? Because if, if there was a woman out there talking about, I'll get your husband off for this much money because you don't want to, that's prostitution and she'd get arrested. What is right. the difference between him doing it and a female doing it? I don't know. I don't. Does he even say? Dirty I don't know. man he says whore. he gets money for it. Dirty I don't know. man whore. He's not even that good looking. Okay, so this is what it is. So then at about 11 p.m., the woman smoked a marijuana cigarette and went upstairs, leaving Halbin alone with her husband. Concerned, Halbin asked the man about his wife, stating, Maybe you know, maybe you notice she's nervous. Yes, I've noticed, her husband responded, adding that. She's an artist, and she feels very connected to nature. Basically, she can't imagine a happy child would be created from a 12-cent syringe. Continuing, he added, she asked me to ask you, because she's too shy, if you would consider creating this child a natural way. After about 15 minutes, Halvin told the husband that he would go with the flow if that's what they, if that's what they wanted. The two of them went upstairs together, and when Halvin told the husband, I'll take it from here, he was surprised to discover that the husband intended to stay. We were three persons in the bed. And I was so surprised that I didn't know what to say. I had this combat inside. My head full of non-stimulating thoughts. But he never even accidentally touched me. He wanted to be present when his child was created. The fuckaroo! Fucking hippies. After that, Halbin didn't have any trouble making babies the natural way. And he expanded his services to provide services to same-sex couples. This is where it's a little tinnily. Like, you know tantalizing because now he fucks gay guys basically no, not gay guys. <laughs> i know not gay guys i know that lesbians. doesn't work no lesbians i know i was <laughs> could you imagine though if it was yeah because gays can't have i mean gay guys can't have kids no of course but um yeah same-sex couples as well as heterosexual ones and he continued assist- assisting women presumably around sometime in 2015 as that was the last year he posted a copy of his latest std test results on his website can you believe that? Um, I mean, he's making money. I just thought that was the most interesting how thing. Much I'm does like, he what the hell? At this point, it though. doesn't actually say how much he charges. He said, from the outset, I had the honor of helping a lot of people to become parents because they are always very happy with their children. It sometimes takes a long while before we get back into contact. Maybe a child will start looking for for itself. So I wanted a website so those who look for me after many years, especially children looking for the roots, have a fair chance to do so. So far, none of the women Halvin assisted with sought any kind of support payments from the children they helped conceive. Well, I guess yeah, I guess not. But I'm like, it's just so it's like, well, get this straight. He found a way to get laid all the time, and like make sure that you know these women who desperately want children get them. So now he gets laid all the time. They get children, and he's like, woohoo! Right. My pee pee stayed really warm in there. Thanks. Uh-huh. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> I was like, wow, that was really interesting. I couldn't wait to talk about it. So a guy found out that his wife was cheating with a professor and he got sweet revenge on both of them. Oh, boy. Yes. This is from uberfacts.com. Two days ago, I have a um, I have a hard time believing this is real if it's from something called uberfacts. Just, <laughs> just drive-by facts. <laughs> Finding out your spouse is being unfaithful must be one of the biggest, most shocking betrayals of your person's life. While some people might down their sorrows or just walk away, others get mad and bet on revenge. This man who found out his wife was sleeping with one of her professors definitely falls in the latter category. Okay, so I'm the co-worker that encouraged him to post this. Unfortunately, your account has to be seven days old to post here, so I gifted him an, an alt I made for a joke. Oh, an alter, like a, a, he gifted him his old account. I made for a joke about a month ago, and it happened 
and it's been a minute since all this happened. The story is about 12 years old. I told it to one of my coworkers yesterday, and he said I should share it to Reddit. Today he again nudged me, so here we are having drinks before the four-day weekend, and writing completely, writing in, and my writing is completely so first time here. And hi, y'all. Sorry if there are typos. I included a TLDR at the end. In college, I met a woman who I thought was the one. We dated for about two years and had a big-ass wedding after a ten-month engagement. Her family was pretty do pretty well to do in a small southern town. We were both continuing our educations, and I was also working to support us. I was pursuing a master's in engineering while she was fishing finishing her doctorate in anthropology. Mm. Over the summer, an opportunity came up for her to make some extra money going in as an aide on a religious studies trip to Jamaica. I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't hesitate when she asked me about it. I mean, she was going to get to visit Jamaica and get it paid for. I saw no downside other than missing her being home for six weeks. Right. Little did I know at the time, but she had been fucking the professor. Oh. He had hung out with the U hung out with us, smoked my weed, and drank my fucking beer. I considered him my friend. Who oh. arranged the trip for a couple of, who arranged the trip for a couple of months? It was a, a getaway for them to bang all over the island. Oh I, clueless and happy went happy went to went about the weeks while she was gone, taking extra shifts so I could match what she made in our account and surprise her what a dipshit I was, right? Mm -hmm. One of the students from the trip actually seeked me out to clue me in. I didn't believe him until I started looking for evidence on my own. I broke down and checked her text while she was sleeping, and nothing was there. There were a few VMs, so I decided to voicemail, so I decided to listen, and there it was, a message from the giant asshole saying how excited it was. Oh, the it giant was asshole. That I almost caught them. I opened up her laptop, hit the emails after that, and piles and piles and piles of shit, making fun of me for not knowing, fucking in our bed and laughing about it. There was so much, and I was so heartbroken. Still to hurt, still too hurt to take any action. I was lost. I had no idea what to do. So I sat on a, I sat on it for a couple of weeks, and acted as normal as I could. I noticed everything. I noticed everything now. I felt so stupid for not seeing it before. So many signs. One stuck out in particular. Mm -hmm. I noticed that our stash of homemade weed lube. <laughs> this can't be real. I noticed weed that lube. Our, what is weed lube anyway? I don't know. And why? I noticed. I noticed their stash of homemade weed lube. If you're, if you're never tired of it, I highly recommend giving it a go. If you, if you never tried it, was going down even though we weren't having sex. It was obvious they were also using the fruits of my labor to get off more effectively. This really pissed me off. Like I'm reasonably so. Hulk fucking mad. It finally hit me. I was a goddamn joke to these assholes, and they were using the lube I made with my, and my fucking bed. It, it didn't hurt anymore. I just wanted to make them hurt. So while she was studying at the library, I made a new batch of lube. I put enough weed in it for it to smell normal, but I also added some poison ivy from our backyard to the mixture. No. Oh. No way. And after refilling the spray bottle we used for application, I waited. A few days go by and I'm working extra so I can be out of the house more. And bam, bait taken. The night after she goes to sleep, my plan goes into action. I sneak her phone away and delete my contact while replacing his phone number and his contact is mine. I got to, I go to bed and can't sleep because it feels like I'm, I'm five and tomorrow is Christmas. Get Dawn, the uh -huh. shit out of here. Dawn arrives and she's in the shower. I get a text. I'm super itchy. Are you? <gasps> Now, Lord, now it's my time. Look, I thought I had cleared up, but I guess I had I had a flare-up. I'm sorry, but I've got herpes, and I guess you know now, too. I heard the bitch squeak in the shower. I'm covering my mouth, damn near losing it. Come on. I went to tell her that it was time to end things now. A new semester was about to start, and I kind of... I kind of have a little crush on another TA. I wanted her mad. This, oh, this is him speaking as the professor. Right. This is a woman that never got told no growing up and never had to deal with rejection, let alone from a balding dude in his 50s with herpes. Freaking Jonathan. When she got out of the shower, it was obvious that she had been crying, but I could see the anger in her eyes. I could see how uncomfortable she was squirming at the table drinking the coffee and mulling over the situation. Another little nudge is what she needed. The reply she got... <laughs> To her pages and pages of anger of sadness was thanks for the good times, but you can keep this secret. But you can keep the secret between us. I don't want to ruin my chances with anyone else. 
She's flushed with anger now, just seeing she gathered her keys and headed out the door without even saying goodbye. I knew where she was going. I booted up her laptop and set it <laughs> set it to reformat, deleting her discretion her dissertation and any notes pertaining to Oh, he wiped her fucking hard drive. All her notes. She's working on her doctorate. Her dissertation is gone now. Oh my god. I don't know. I don't know. This seems a little far fetched. I don't know. Uh, deleting her dissertation and any notes pertaining to it before following her to campus, I parked a few lots over and rush over to his office where I find her screaming at him for giving her herpes. There's lots of people there. Professors, aides, students, other faculties. I'm dying. He's beyond embarrassed and confused as fuck. She is ugly crying in front of her peers. I'm in heaven. I didn't even care that people were going to think I had herpes too. The fallout was apocalyptic in their department. He <laughs> lost his job due to code of conduct at the university. We got divorced the following year. State law was we had to be separated for one full year before being granted the divorce. I got to keep most of the assets, primary savings, and not... And not a ton, was not a ton, but it worked for it. She never finished her doctorate and went to be, went on to be a perpetually pregnant housewife that sells Herbalife on Facebook and teaches her high school, and he teaches high school now. It took a few years for it to unfold, but watching it was glorious. Well, if they're happy, though, like, I don't know, I feel like it's a win. Like, if she's, like, a stay-at-home mom and sells Herbalife and she's got a baby. Like, well, who gives I, a I don't think it's his baby. I don't think it's the, um... The professor's baby. No, I know. It's the people she, she was cheating with, I guess, right? Or whoever no, she's with now. It, it's not. It's whoever she's with now. Like, That's what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, if she, I don't know. I guess just because, I mean, I don't know. It sounds like she's probably pretty happy, I would think. I don't know. I mean, I guess I can see what he means. Like, you know, she was doing her doctorate and she was doing a dissertation and all that kind of crap. And weed lube, though. He sounds like a fucking weirdo. Weed lube. Fucking hippies. What the hell's weed lube? I don't know. I'm completely confused. You have that look on your face. What's wrong? Kevin Bacon funeral arrangements announced. Parents speak out. From NBC News. Is Kevin Bacon dead? I feel no, like... No. Uh-uh. It's not that Kevin Bacon. Oh, they just... It, it was some kid named Kevin Bacon? Yeah. I forget who he was, but I'm pretty sure he was murdered. I think. But it's not the Kevin Bacon you think. You, you're trying to see if it's, it's... I don't think it is, because I'm oh, pretty sure I've he, heard a couple he, things. He, Bacon, how... Kevin Bacon mourns homicide victim who shares his name. Yeah, okay. Um, In Michigan, okay. I was like, what the fuck? I feel like I should have known that. Well, we had been talking about... Um, oh, the last... Not this... The one that's getting ready to come out, but the the one that's out right now already. Um, we had talked about um, how Aunt Becky... Is like up for her uh-huh. whole thing for bribing and all that kind of crap. Well, so she's getting ready to go in and, and kind of catch her fate. And People Magazine, a couple, actually a couple outlets has reported it. and But People's the one I, I kept. And it says, Lori Laughlin hires prison expert to help her learn the ropes if she serves time. Oh my God, it's kind like the like, movie Get Hard. Get Hard. That's so funny because, you know, the funny thing was Kevin heart in that movie has never been to prison no i know he never was but i just like she faces up to 45 years in prison for her alleged role in the scandal you know damn well her white ass ain't fucking going to no, jail felicity huffman only spent a day in jail i know so she allegedly paid five hundred thousand dollars to admissions consultant rick singer and his nonprofit organization key worldwide foundation to falsely designate daughters olivia and isabella um as recruits to the university of south carolina southern california Though neither actually participated, um, I guess it was like he had like a crew team or something. Like I don't know, but they're saying that the girls never even participated in the sport he was had the crew for. So it was like they designated all this money, or they gave him all this money for something that their kids didn't even do. Authorities allege that the family even took photos of the girls on rowing equipment to perpetuate the ruse. Oh, oh wow! So she was a little further in, I think, yeah. than Felicity Huffman. No, I didn't no, know Felicity that. Felicity Huffman, Huffman, I think, just bribed somebody. I'm not sure, though. Jay, check that out. It says, in addition to charges of money laundering, conspiracy... Wow! I didn't know she was going through all this. Money laundering, conspiracy, conspiracy to commit mail and wire fraud, and honest services mail and wire fraud. Laughlin and Giannulli were handed an additional federal charge last October, one count each of conspiracy to commit federal program oh, bribery. Oh, shit, so she might get more than one day. They have pleaded not guilty to all counts. Holy fuck. 
She's in trouble. She's in big trouble. She better go get herself like a Kevin Hart, but like one that really actually went to jail. Just I who the hell would that be? And how would you? Know? I don't know. I just I'm I'm picturing her walking around with a mayo hat on, because that's what uh, a who hat. Have you ever seen the movie Get Hard? Yeah, but it's been like forever. I don't know. There's a scene a where he goes and he hangs out with the gangbangers. Right. Because Kevin's Hart's cousin is a gangbanger. Right. And he's getting like initiated in the bang, gang and everything. <laughs> And he's a white guy, so right. they call him Mayo. Because oh. white people love Mayo. <laughs> and he's got a hat that says Mayo. And I always think it's so funny. I love that. Oh, my. See, I'm picturing her with, like, you know, one of those bandanas, like, up around her head that's, like, tied in the front. You know what I mean? Her hair, like, pulled back and, like, you know, a bun. Yeah, I don't. I or something. Don't... I'm thinking her, like, that with one little teardrop. <laughs> she's going to go to federal prison just like Martha Stewart did. Martha Stewart rocked it. I mean, she should have called Martha Stewart and been like, look, I'm about to go to jail. I know, right? Call Martha Stewart. She'll be able I to mean, tell Martha you. I mean, Martha Stewart got mad street cred now. She didn't snitch. She's best friends with Snoop. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> her life really elevated. But yeah, so apparently they're saying that's what she did. And uh, I'm just like, are you fucking shitting me? But um, God, I thought I had something I wanted to talk about, too. Related to this, and I think I lost my thought because as soon as I start talking to you about my stuff, I'm like, so I got something though. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Speaking of stealing, mm-hmm. so apparently there is this lady who had her daughter in Aldi in Pennsylvania somewhere, mm-hmm. and let me find it again, and I saved it. I saved it. Did you save? I it? did. I just okay. got to get back to. The damn website. Mm-hmm. But apparently, um, she was accused of s- bringing in a baby doll to try and smuggle food. Hold on. Where is it? Okay. The article is from workingmother.com. Um, it happened on 11-18-2019. And it says, moms with young... It says, mom accused of bringing doll into store to smuggle food. And it, it was actually just her cute baby. <laughs> Moms with young babies are accustomed to the plethora of compliments their cute little bundle of joy is bound to receive. Look at her. She's perfect. An angel. A darling. What a doll. So imagine the surprise of a New Jersey mom when she, when she, oh, it was New Jersey. When okay. a stranger thought her daughter was literally a baby doll. Patricia Larkin took her two-month-old daughter, Eliana Ivy, to the local Aldi market in Lacey Township where another shopper told the cashier that she believed Patricia's baby was fake at an attempt to smuggle yogurts out of the store. By the time the cashier told Patricia about the bizarre accusation, her daughter was crying and fussing, clearly providing proving that she was real and no baby alive doll could produce that level of realistic sounds. I mean, but how ridiculous anyway, before they even went over like I mean, you would think that they would have looked at There's her. a picture of the baby, I'll show you. Thankfully, Patricia saw the humor in this odd twist and was able to laugh about the hilarious incident. She posted it to a local Facebook group, um, the Lacey Township Chatter, and her story went viral. My baby is 100% real. Yogurts are like 25 cents at Aldi. <laughs> and I'm lactose intolerant and don't consume any dairy anyway. Thank you for the laugh. I really needed to be, I needed it because I was up all night tending to my again. 100% real baby. Oh my God. I mean, but how do they just like, is she, like, the baby is so cute. Like, oh, please. They don't really get a good. She doesn't look fake. She doesn't look she fake. She looks like a real fucking baby. Like, she doesn't. I, but I was bagging up. She was like, one, my baby is 100% real. Two, yogurts are like 25 cents. <laughs> like, calm down. Calm down, Calm people. your tits, people. Calm down. Look, and all the comments are like, someone for defamation of character. Of course. I was no. waiting for it. I'm like, who? Stop overreacting to everything. She did the exactly the right thing to do. She laughed it off, was like, this bitch is fucking crazy, and then posted on Facebook and went viral. Like, good for her. Well, I found something for you. For because, me? Yes, because you, you have your constipation problem. Oh, my God. You just told the world I can't poop. <laughs> By the way, the past good. couple of days, I'm good. <laughs> well, apparently, poop knives are a real thing. I'm sorry, what? Poop knives are a real thing, and apparently many families own one. Is that to chop it off once it's in the... I don't know. I'm like, I guess I used to have a friend, like back when I was married, we had this couple that we hung out with all the time and she would get really, really constipated. And I swear to God, he would have to go in and like 
cut it up because there would be like this huge like I, I picture it being yeah, like a huge trunk of sized it's shit. It's like the size of a potato when it's bad. I take stool softeners. That doesn't happen to me. But I think what they're getting at is they have a knife that's specif- specific that, yeah. in our house for cutting up big balls of poop. It does. That's and they actually dis- showed you what it looks like. That's disgusting. Oh, is it? Can you buy a poop knife? I'm gonna yes. Look, up look it's Amazon. right here. Shut up. I know. That's why I was like, I gotta tell Jamie. I'm like, this is fucking crazy. <sighs> I, so, I don't, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going. <laughs> well, you don't need one. But I was just like, oh my God. Like, I, I don't know what I would do if I had to walk around being constipated. I mean, I literally <laughs> get up in the morning, get my coffee, and within three steps, three sips of my coffee, it's fucking go time. Like, there is never a time when my ass is, like, not... Except when I travel. If for some reason, when I travel, I get super constipated for, like, the first two days. No fucking clue why. I can't shit to save my life. But, yeah, so it says, it doesn't matter who you are. We all poop. But for some of us, a little bit... <laughs> some of us, we need a little more help than others. For those who tend to have big poops, that assistance may come in the need to break things down before you flush. It seems strange, but when a conversation was started on Reddit, it went viral. In the end, a product was devised to help those that have such difficulty. The website claims that, never to be mistaken for a box box opener again, this poop knife is one of a kind made from metal reinforced silicone. It is strong, hygienic, and easy to clean. Guaranteed not to turn into a rusty poongy stick. Be a samurai of the porcelain poo-poo platter. Do you just put it in the microwave? Because I'm not putting anything that is cutting up poo in my, or not microwave, my dishwasher. It looks like, it kind of reminds me of like, you know, like old, well, letter openers? Uh-huh. And, you know, the letter opener at the bottom, it's like kind of pointy. Uh-huh. So this is like just rounded. That's what the, it looks like. That's and it's, it's real. It actually is really real. I don't, if I go to anybody's house and they have a poop knife, I'm not eating there. Well, listen to this. This, <laughs> this Reddit user says, I was 22 years old when I learned that not every family has a poop knife. My family poops big. Our family had a poop knife. It was an old rusty kitchen knife that hung on a nail in the laundry room only to be used for that purpose. (laughs) It was normal to walk through the hallway and have someone call, hey, can you grab me the poop knife? (laughs) I thought it was a standard kit. You have your plunger, your toilet brush, and your poop knife. Are you fucking kidding me? No! One user wrote, old rusty kitchen knife. Let's be honest here. That ain't rust. (laughs) Others were glad to find the company. A user wrote, I was literally so happy to find this thread. No lie. I thought it was just me and my one brother. We had to take, we had to take Condramol as kids. And as an adult, I've stopped up, I've stopped up toilets from New York to Florida when I was without the cutter. We used to have a coat hanger hanging from the shower rod. Makes me gag to think about it now, which we use to cut poop. <laughs> the most popular comment, however, comes from user, I don't even know what the hell that says, where he writes, my, my friend's sister laid a huge turd in the toilet. She couldn't get it to flush. She just casually strolls into the kitchen while me and my buddy are watching Friday night videos and grabs a pocket knife from the junk drawer. Goes back towards the bathroom. My buddy is like, hey, what the F you need a knife for? So she says, the toilet won't flush. Their dad hears this, jumps up, and runs down the ba- runs down to the bathroom. Sorry, I'm just, work is texting me. Hold on, where was I? The dad, uh, the dad hears this and jumps up and runs down to the bathroom and screams, "Who, who the shit? Who shit this turd?" <laughs> Which brings mom into the bathroom. She freaks out. Now all five of us are in the throne room in admiration of her magnificent turd. Oh my god! The dad asks, "What is the knife for?" And his sister goes. It's what I used to cut them. Yeah, that's what she said. It was silent until her mom asked how long have you been cutting turds with that knife? I am... <laughs> she said for about six years, mom. <laughs> anyway, I just had to tell you that. Like, the, the whole thread of it, like, as they're doing comments for all these people who actually have this damn knife, like, to them it's, like, so normal. I'm like, I've never heard of I've never heard of a poop knife. Me neither. But how great is that, though? So there's a bride right now that's being slammed for tying her baby to her wedding gown before walking down the aisle. Yeah, that's her baby. What the Tied shit? to her wedding dress. Why? Why is she doing that? A bride has been slammed for tying a newborn baby to the wedding gown before walking down the aisle. Taking to, re- to Reddit, user whatever9 shared a re- resurfaced snap of the woman who had strapped her baby daughter to the train of her dress. 
Fellow guests can all be seen directing their attention to the bundle joy who is being dragged up the aisle. Fellow Redditors were left horrified by the image sharing their outrage in the comments. One wrote, please God tell me this is not a living baby and what, and if it is, what the fuck? No one running after this. Why isn't anybody running after this to save the baby? A second agreeing added, oh sweet Jesus, why? And why did no one pick up that poor baby? Oh my God. People questioned what, questioning what we do, commented all, commenting all negative. Oh, this is the bride's statement. People are questioning what we do, commenting all negative and just doing the most. We good though. We covered by the blood, which we never lose its power. Oh, what? this is ghetto as fuck. This is her, her words. <laughs> so to the media, radio news, and whoever else is wanting to talk about what we do here, we here you go. Media, media. I see how it works. Regardless of the situation or purpose, people are gonna have something negative to say. The answer is we do. Is we do what we want. When we want, long as Jesus on our side, oh, everything everything worked out fine and going to continue to be fine. Our one month old was awake and well secured on my train. The most important while y'all got your feelings in feeling oh in. Oh my god! Most important while y'all got your feeling in us. There's no punctuation. We had our hearts. It's like reading you. Yeah, we had our <laughs> hearts in Christ, which covers all. So keep your mouths running, for it was just an exclusive. And epic enough to enough we made top blog top blogway from the small town of Ripley, Tennessee. And the social media doing what they do, talk. Who paid y'all for your comments? Oh my god, she's really having a uh -huh. minute. None. Who paid y'all for your comment comments? None. So watch us as we do us. Too blessed for mess. Thank God we ain't no celebrities. Oops, got fans. Guess we is. Oh, God. I, this is making my brain uh -huh. hurt. This is I'm making no, me hurt. I'm no expert, but I'm pretty sure babies are supposed to be kept off the floor and a bit further from it <laughs> from it as the, at this age, said a third commoner. The photo was originally snapped at the Tennessee nuptials in 2014, but has since gone viral once more after it was shared on Reddit. At the time, the bride issued the statement following a deluge of criticism where she was de she was defending her choice, claiming she was covered by Christ. She wrote the answer... Oh, my God. Uh, Ow, I just bit my tongue. That was, so Oof. it just, it just goes on and on and on. And the picture was shared on a wedding shaming group. Which oh, has, that's shitty. Which God, the group has suck. over 72,000 members and is described as a place to shame wedding themes, brides, grooms, wedding party, outlaw, in-laws, outlaws, guests, Uncle Bob, vendors, you name it, we shame it. Oh my God, that is some petty LaBelle bullshit right there. Well, I mean. Can I join? <laughs> I, I thinking, love seeing weird ass shit. Like I, I don't think that it should have been on. I don't think you should shame anybody's wedding. I mean, it's it's their choice. But I don't give a fuck. You do not strap a one year old, a month old, month old baby onto your dress and then drag it across the floor. What if there was a tack, like a tack or a staple or something on the floor? Well, her dress is. It was the train of the dress. It, it didn't look that thick. It's not like... Well, I'm sure people were standing by. Like, I think the baby would be fine. Like, would I personally I do guess it, it doesn't no. matter. They I mean, were, I can't have any more kids, so I don't have to worry about that. They but. were protected by Christ, Danielle. Baby Jesus was protected <laughs> by baby. <laughs> look, I would not do it. But, again, I can't have any more children. My kids are very grown. That'll never happen to me anyway. Even You know what I mean? So it won't happen. It's not something I would choose, if you but get I'm sure again, they were fine. If you get married again, I'm tying Jonathan to your train. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be 30 years old getting drunk. Exactly. That's probably what will happen. It'll be like 15 Mom! more years before I meet somebody again. Although, like, it sounds like I got all these people wanting to date me, and I'm not interested in a motherfucking one of them. But this is fucking hilarious. And I always creep out at these so when a female rapes a man right yes i know it happens okay but i always wonder like i would think if they don't have sex like isn't it hard you know what i mean like how do they get hard so they can have sex you know what i mean i always wonder about that like not uh, not that i'm thinking well, that they just, don't do it doesn't happen I'm just curious. It, it, i mean it, a man can't control that that's why like you could be sitting next to somebody look over and they got a heart on it doesn't necessarily mean that they're turned on it just means that the dick decided to get hard at that point in time well this was in the tribunist and it was actually from november 2nd but somehow i just saw it and it says woman sentenced for breaking into ex's house forcing him to have sex with her 
Now, this woman's 20 years old. She's, um, in June 2018, she broke in her ex-boyfriend's home and forced him to have sex with her while holding machete to his neck. Shit! Yes! I'm like, this fucking lady's crazy. She must undergo treatment and counseling. No! I think, what does it say? I don't know if it does tell me. I'm sure it will. Hold on. According to the Daily Mail, Mears ordered her ex to get onto the bed and take off all his clothing. The 20-year-old told police that her ex became aroused after seeing her in her underwear, which resulted in the two having intercourse. Mears reportedly proceeded to have sex with her ex multiple times. The ex took a myriad of photos while Mears' back was turned to him. He would later use these as evidence that she used a weapon to force him to have sex. Upset that he was taking photos, Mears stood on top of the bed and proceeded to pee on her ex's bed. Oh, my God. Which she argued would cost him 600 to replace. She must have just watched Surviving R. Kelly. The victim was able to escape his captor once his sister arrived home. He then went to the police station to report what had happened. When Mears was brought in for questioning, she claimed that she had consensual intercourse. The officer noted she was not making much sense and would often ramble in her answers with information that did not even pertain to my questions. For the next 20 years, Mears will be in the custody of the Montana Department of Public and Health. She's now ordered to take prescription medicine is classified as a tier 2 sex offender. That's crazy. But she had sex with him like multiple times. Well, if she it's had like a crazy. machete, he was probably fearing for his life. Well, I know, but I'm like, he couldn't like, well, like... The whole time? Because I'm just... He looks tiny. See, now I feel like I am victim shaming, but it's just because I don't have enough information. Right. You know what I mean? It's And I don't mean that. I just because think... Because she's so tiny. Look right. at her. She looks like she's 12 years old. Um, she also... I mean, no, of course. Her I was mean, crazy. She was... She, with a machete, but she looks so tiny. Maybe she's heard it before. Maybe he was, like, really threatened. That's why they were not together. Like, maybe he's... She's heard him before, and he's legitimately scared. Like, he's one of those men that are like, I'm not going to fucking hit her back. But she, like, beats the shit out of him. Well, it's like, was there ever a time when the machete wasn't there and he could overpower her? Or, like, what was his feelings? Because, like, they don't really talk too much. Like, there's not enough information where he sort of explains from his own point of view, like, why he was stuck or whatever. And, And, again, this is not victim shaming. It's just I'm always so, like, how did this happen? And how did that, you know what I mean? Because she looks so tiny. Like, how could... How did you not, like, be able to, like, throw her off of you or something? I don't know. But then it's like, well, something happened, and obviously he was afraid for his life, or he probably would have. But then you're like, but you had sex with her multiple times, and then you went... It's just... It, the whole story seems like there's not enough information. It could also be, like, fucking, like, brainwashing, things like that. Like, it could be, a, like, a whole Stockholm Syndrome, like, relationship where she was, like, basically treated him like shit, and... Made him her bitch, and then he finally got the balls to get out, but he still worked for her. It could be just something like that. But that's crazy. That probably definitely happened in Florida. Well, I just, the whole thing of it, I was like, wow, that is, like, really fucking wild. Like, I can't even imagine being in that place. But you know what we haven't talked about? What? Nick Gordon died. Yeah, I know. I was going to mention that. Yeah, because that was, like, really big. That just, like, went off last week. It was actually on, what, New Year's Eve? uh Uh-huh, he overdosed. Killed himself. And I'm just like, wow. You know what I mean? It's almost like the Kennedys, right? Like, they have, like, this curse. curse. They talk about the Kennedy curse. And I'm kind of, like, wondering if that's what's starting to happen. Like, the Houston sort of curse kind of thing. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, because it's really sad. I mean, what happened to Whitney Houston? I mean, she was, like, you know. Whitney Houston got high, got into the bathtub, and overdosed. I know, but she was like, God, she was just her daughter this did this amazing person. She really wasn't though. No, and well, that in terms of her, um, she was a talent. Her talent—that's what I should have said. She was her a talent. good talent. Yeah. And here's the thing: because I used to idolize Whitney Houston like nobody's business. Like I wanted to be Whitney Houston. Right. I fucking loved her, and she was a fucking hot mess. And I think a lot of that was the fact that you remember that story we did at the very beginning of the podcast where you talked about this girl who said that she was in a lesbian relationship with. Whitney Houston and her mom forbid Yeah. Robin or... I think right. her name was Robin or something? Yes. Yeah. I feel like maybe all her troubles are stemming from the fact that she might have actually been a lesbian. Well, probably, I'm sure, some of that. That's why... also fame. She, that's why she turned to drugs. That's why she stayed with Bobby Brown so much, long, even after he was cheating on her and everything else. Um, well, I feel like it was fame, too. Like, I just fame in I general. Guess, I guess. But, I mean, you think about all I mean, what she was like... When she first hit the scene, 
versus where she came. So she came in I mean, being like not, very sweet church girl. Too. It's Bye. not like it's not like she was thrown into fame. Her mother is. Her mother was fucking. I think it was her aunt, wasn't it? Her, her aunt. mother is a huge star. Her aunt is a huge star. Her aunt. Her yeah. godmother is, I think, Dion Warwick or something. Like, yeah, but she wasn't. So no, but they she were coming still grew up in that life. Yeah, so maybe. I don't. It's but not like coming after you, questioning your choices and yeah, what no. you're wearing, what you're not wearing. You're too skinny. You're not skinny enough. That track worked. That track didn't work. Yeah, this but CD she was good. That one wasn't. She still saw that every day with her. With I think it's different when it's happening to you, though. You know, what I mean? don't know. You whatever. I I feel like Nick Gordon um had. I don't think he had anything to do with Bobby Christina's death, even though everybody was like, oh, he killed her, he killed her. I don't think he did. No. I think that she couldn't handle the fact that her mom was gone, and she did the same thing as her mother. Yeah. And they tried their best. I mean, she was in a coma for what? Almost a year? Um, and now I think this kid just couldn't get over the fact that, you know, they're gone. And she was like his mother, and he was in love with Bobby Christine, so he... Overdosed and died. I just think it's it's such a shame what's happened. You know what I mean? It what's happened with Whitney and the choices that she made, and now with that daughter, and now with you know the ex boyfriend and all that stuff. It's just it's really sad. It's almost seeming like Percy like, and I don't know. It's just I feel really well. There ain't no sad more, for everybody involved. There ain't no more left. So that's the end of the curse. Well, I mean, you still have Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown is first of Bobby! all, Bobby Brown's a fucking hot mess. Did you see a couple years ago when they did the... You probably didn't. Uh, the BET Awards did a Lifetime Achievement Award with New Edition, and they brought Bobby Brown out, and he didn't even sing. Like, it was awful. <laughs> he really? Did, he did, like, four seconds of my prerogative, but his voice is shit. He was out there fucking drunk off his ass, had on, like, this white fur coat. Like, people don't fuck with Bobby anymore. Bobby's got a younger wife. He just, he's got, like, two or three more kids. Like, he's Jesus doing Christ. his thing, I think, in Georgia. So I don't think Georgia is. Yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he's fine. I think uh, something about finding God or something. Oh my God! I just thought that was really sad, though. I mean, they're they're these are like young lives, you know, snuffed out, and it just kind of made me a little sad. You know what I mean? I wish those things didn't have to happen. It kind of made me feel sad for them. I mean, it makes me sad anytime anybody gets into drugs and they have like you know an issue and they have to, you know, come around. It's still you know. Bacocta. I wish it didn't have to happen, but do you want to hear something funny? Sure. This one is like freaking crazy. So this is KansasCity.com. <laughs> Speaking of drugs, that's how I can segue. Huh. Speaking of drugs, carjacker, carjacker, carjacker on meth abducts man and his pet goat from Missouri adult store. <laughs> Where is this? <laughs> Missouri. So a man was arrested in Oklahoma after carjacking a truck from outside an adult store in Missouri with a man and his pet goat inside. What in the hell? How do you just have a pet goat? Like, all of a sudden, and it's parked out front of, a like, an adult store. Like, and why shit? are you napping with your pet goat? Do I you know. live in your truck with your pet goat? Apparently, two men stopped at an adult video store in Carthage early Wednesday. The driver of the pickup truck went inside the store while the passenger and his pet goat remained in the truck, ultimately falling asleep, the report outlet so, not only did they pull up to an adult store, which, who cares? It's fine. No big deal. But the guy was in there for so long that the other guy fell asleep. Like, what the hell is taking so long into an adult video store? Guess you have to really make sure you get the right video. You know what I mean? For your check Well, it pleasure. might have been one of the, um, the adult stores that have, like, the video viewing rooms in the back. Oh, I don't know. I've never been and in one some, of those before. And some, some skeezy stuff goes down in those rooms. Like, Ew. Yeah. Says, well, that's when police say Brandon Kirby, 40, jumped into the truck and took off, allegedly taking meth as he drove the pass... Fucking meth, man. It's, like, everywhere. As he drove the pass, drove the passenger through parts of Kansas, Missouri, and Oklahoma, and, and Oklahoma occasionally pistol-whipping him. Like, come on, dude. So, the victim told police Kirby eventually let him in the go-go, dropping them off on the side of the road in Sand Springs, Oklahoma. He called 911 and then reported the truck missing. This is what's kind of cool about this situation. They reported it missing to OnStar. So OnStar were able to slow the car's speed down to 15 miles per hour, and a low-speed chase ensued with the police until it finally stopped with them doing uh, stop sticks. Oh, my God. But he, like, still wouldn't stop, even though the On car was only going 15 OnStar miles an hour. OnStar can do that? Apparently! Fucking OnStar, man. So he said police said, that's what I thought. I was like, the whole story is just so fucked up. I'm like, what the shit? 
So it says police say Kirby jumped out of the car and ran off, dropping a mask and a gun before a deputy found him hiding in tall grass near the highway. He was arrested and charged with kidnapping and a whole host what of shit. What happened to the guy and the goat? They're fine. He let him out. Okay. He let him out on the side of the road. Okay. But then he called police and then they called OnStar. Oh, okay. And that's kind of how they got him. But I'm like, so he picks these people up outside of like a titty store, <laughs> pistol whips in, and his goat's like, eh, just driving around. <laughs> <laughs> just driving around. <laughs> and it's like, and then OnStar's like, we got you. We're going to fuck your whole day up down to 15 miles an hour. I mean, it has hour. to be a nice car to have OnStar. Like, who puts a goat in a nice car? I mean, that's just, he was in there so long, he fell asleep with his goat. I'm like, the shit? Like, it just it doesn't mm. get any better. It just stays a shit show, like, all the way through. So, um, I don't know about you, but I love Jeopardy. I of love course. Jeopardy. And I have a crush on Alex Trebek. I have since I was, like, seven. Oh, my God. Like, the other, like, when we, we were at the friggin' deer park, you were talking about how you would bang Sean Connery. Sean Connery's sexy as fuck. You were like, wouldn't you bang Sean Connery? I'm looking at him like, no, no, I wouldn't. Him and his old-ass balls. No, thank you. So, anyway, um, <laughs> this is out of WDRB.com, Louisville, Kentucky. Sad news for Jeopardy fans. The show's Alex, host Alex Trebek said he might not have much time to live. Oh, God. This is uh, the day before. This is 1230. Oh, my goodness. Although Trebek79 said earlier this year that his doctors told him his cancer was near remission, he told ABC News recently that he has to go through chemotherapy again. And he knows that he might not have a lot of time to le- left to live. However, he said prayer and supporters have been have helped him feel a lot better since the diagnosis, right. according to CNN, the Big Daddy News. <laughs> I have learned something in the past year, and it is this. We don't know when we're going to die, Trebek said, because of the cancer diagnosis, it's no longer an open-ended life. It's close. It's a close-ended life because of the terrible survival rates of pancreatic cancer. Right. Because of that and something else that is operating here, people all over America and abroad have decided that they want to let me know while I'm alive about the impact that I've been having on their existence. Aww. He added that they come, they come out and they have told me, my gosh, it makes me feel so good. He had told ABC News in October he'd have to undergo chemotherapy again since the cancer had returned. We may try to we may try a new protocol, a different chemo or something at this trial stage that is not chemotherapy, he said, adding, I don't I don't mind experimenting. I've got nothing to lose, so let's go for it. Right. In March he revealed on a YouTube video that he had been suffering from stomach pains before di- being diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer, which he failed to fight. He told his wife of twenty nine years, Jean Trebek, first but not right away it was the devast- it was devastating news to me throughout my life i've always wondered how about about how courageous a human being i was trebek said i just look at it look at it as it is part of my life it does not mean i'm courageous because i'm dealing with it i could be scared to death and i'd still have to deal with it right so his cancer's back and he's he just rehearsed his last uh, his final Jeopardy. That's gonna air, like he they just did the last recording that he's gonna do. I thought he said that um, he knows what it would be, and he said he'll probably just tell him, "Give me thirty seconds," and that's how I'll sound off. Like he didn't say he was leaving. I thought. No, uh, I just saw that on the Facebook that he recorded his last. He rehearsed. Yeah, what Jeopardy. he would say. That's right. Yeah, because that's what I wrote too. I think that that article like was a little misleading because he's not leaving. Just he's not dying just yet. Oh, but he, he just rehearsed know. what he was gonna say when right before he signed off. Yeah, he said he knows that he would. He said he would look at the camera or he would look at the producer or something and say, "Give me thirty seconds," like before they end the show. Um, so like end the show thirty seconds early so I can do my sound off. Like and that's what he said he would do when it's time. Oh my god, like I can't even deal with I, that. I, like, I was like getting ready to cry just now like, I'm, about I'm it. choking up. I'm like fucking Alex Trebek, man. Oh I just it's just oh my god because you never know when it's gonna happen. This is supposed to be a fucking mini episode, Danielle. We're already at like almost an hour. <laughs> Whatever, we had a lot of shit to do. <laughs> There's so much going on, I can't help it. But um Actually, I guess I can. Can I just finish with this one thing? Because yes. I was actually going to talk about it when you said that you got kicked out of your group or whatever or that you were. Di- so I'm part of this group called DIY Ideas, Projects, Crafts, and More. And I don't even know when I did it. It was like a million years ago. And every once in a while, things pop up. But this, you wouldn't think in a million years that shit would pop off in a group about crafts. Ever. People are They're wrong. It's, it's the beds out there. 
Well, the Beverly Goldberg, the Karens. Yes, the Karens. Can I have your manager? Can I, you know, talk to your manager? So, this is how great though the admin is on this page. That's why I had to bring it up because you never think something like that's going to happen. So this girl named Tracy did like a, a quilty type thing, uh-huh. and on the quilt it wrote out "Home is where them fuckers ain't." And it's hilarious. Right. Good for her. It's like a little pillowcase or something where you can make like a pillow. Cross stitch. Yeah, cross stitch. Home is where them fuckers ain't. So, and she wrote, here's a fucking craft idea. (laughs) (laughs) So, I guess in a way, she too is playing stupid games and probably going to win stupid prizes Uh because she did. Well, they said, part of their rules were, we don't report anyone in this group. Right. It's a fucking craft group. I mean, it's just, I'm trying to wrap my brain around the fact that it's a craft group and they have to say, you can't report. So, apparently, three people reported it as offensive. That's because there's nothing but old grandmas in there and they're, uh-huh. they don't want to see anything that says fucking. Well, the great part about it was she totally shamed them. Uh-huh. This admin. So she said, <laughs> this post is not breaking any of our rules. Do not report it again. And then she highlights the three people who did it and calls them out. So Michelle, Dot, and Kyle. And she says, like, do not do it again. Kyle? Yeah, Kyle. Michelle, Dot, well, no, M- Michelle was the one named Dot was the other one, so that's probably the old lady who got offended, and then Kyle. Oh. And I'm not going to read their last names, but I just thought that was really funny. Like, she totally called these people out in a fucking cramp group and was like, do not do it again. It's not breaking the rules. Stop being like, you know, snitches get stitches. Uh, in a cramp group. In a cramp group. <laughs> I see what I did there. I see it. I seen it. So, yeah, I just thought that was really cute. I actually wanted to mention it with your group thing, and then I didn't. But, um, I, yeah, I guess we can, like, wrap it up now. I just thought you would get kicked out of that. Like, she was savage as shit. Anywho. All right, so I guess we will uh, we'll wrap this up, and uh, we'll come back in a week, and we're going to do another one, another regular episode. I mean, this could be a full episode. It's, like, 52 minutes long. I know, but we have, like, so much. So, I mean, it's, like, so much happening. Just- I don't think this should be a bonus episode. I know, but then we'll have to post it, and then we'll have all this other crap to do, and we won't be relevant. Like, staying up with the times, I mean. Everybody does what we do. Everybody what? Everybody pre-records. I know. All right. Well, I guess we'll we'll see what's We're going to figure this out. Yeah, we're going to figure it out amongst you, ourselves you just, off the air. Right. You just figured me and Danielle were like, yeah, you guys heard all that. <laughs> so why don't you write in your opinions on what we should do? Should we make this a full episode? Should we make it a bonus episode and record again next week for y'all? I'm down for it either way, but let us know at straightfromthenet at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at straight from the net. <laughs> straight from the net. Mm-hmm. Also, give us a listen on Wednesdays at 10 p.m. and Saturdays between 5 and 7 on WMLD, uh, the voice of the Hudson Valley. Just say, hey, Alexa, play WMLD or download the app on your phone. And that's it, right? Yeah, that's it. I think you covered it really well. Good for you. Thank you. And I even didn't mess up the call letters. No, you didn't. WMLD, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio. I just, I love the, like, uh, movie movie sound, like, movie like, voice. Like, good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, Danielle, take us out. Okay, bye.